Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hi, welcome to The Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. I'm Jeff Jowdy, your host for today's discussion on identifying and maintaining relationships with corporate donors. Joining us today is Jeremy Park. Jeremy, welcome to The Beacon Podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. For our listeners, Jeremy is the CEO of City Current, an author of two books and a weekly newspaper column, a Forbes contributor, and a producer and host of television and radio shows and a podcast series. So Jeremy is a go-to source for all kinds of wonderful information and, and insight. And I've really have been thrilled over the past few months, Jeremy, to get to know you and City Current. You are the catalyst behind City Current, an organization comprised of more than 120 businesses that have joined forces and funds to make a difference in the Mid-South and Middle Tennessee with a mission to power good and what a, a mission that we can endorse and believe in. He's been recognized as a top 40 under 40 professional and has been featured in Forbes, Fortune, The Huntington Post, and Leader's Edge. In his books, Giving Back with Purpose and Giving for Growth, Jeremy focuses on achieving success in career and life while helping others and benefiting the community in the process. Jeremy is a graduate of the University of North Texas and serves on many local and national boards, including Slingshot Memphis, the University of Memphis LEAD program, and New Leaders, where Jeremy serves as board chair. So Jeremy, thank you again. It's such a delight and to have a leader like yourself with a common purpose and mission. We are just excited to count you as a friend and someone that we learn from. Absolutely. No, that's the idea is collaboration, working together and lifting the community from all sides. So it's definitely an honor to come on the podcast and to work with you, obviously. Jeremy, thank you. And the topic I know is dear to our listeners that uh, nonprofits that count on, rely on, seek corporate support. How can a nonprofit, Jeremy, identify which corporations they should seek a gift from? So I'll put on my city current hat, but also my role as a nonprofit board member. And I think one of the first things that we do as a board is we typically will get together as a group and we'll do a sphere of influence audit and we'll look at, okay, who knows who and who has the most powerful relationship with that individual because you and I have talked before, but when you look at fundraising and whether that's individual, foundation and corporate, all of it is driven by relationships and it is people asking people for support. And so when you start sitting down and you map out the the relationships among the board members, it really starts there. And so, you know, I look at it, there's a lot of places you can go online to do your research, LinkedIn, Google, you can do Google searches, you can do an audit of what other corporations spend with nonprofits sponsoring their events. You can go to donor walls and all sorts of things that will give you the levels that they're comfortable spending. And so a big part of that is it's all doing your research. It's research on the front end and being prepared will allow you to make the strategic ask to get a corporation involved. And so what that looks like, like I said, is sitting down and doing an audit of your personal relationships as a board, inviting your supporters and volunteers and others to kind of be a part of that process. So really in essence, a strategic brainstorming connection session, and then going out and doing the research on what are the typical giving levels that a nonprofit is comfortable supporting? 
Because the one thing you don't want to do is go into a corporation as a nonprofit asking for a million dollars when their traditional giving level is only like $5,000. And so you definitely want to be on par with what their comfort is and what their wheelhouse is. And like I said, you can look at how they traditionally give to other nonprofits. The other thing that's important really in that same vein is when you go back to relationships, someone who gives traditionally, we'll say $1,000 or maybe $10,000 and less. It's hard for that individual to ask someone at a higher tier of $50,000. Traditionally, that's where, back to strategy, if you have somebody who's giving at a $25,000 or $100,000 level, they're really good to ask the other person for that same level of contribution. And so once again, back to strategy, being very intentional about how you're making the ask, where you're making the ask, who's making the ask, and how much you're making the ask for, all of that will give you the best opportunity for success. But when it comes down to it for corporations, relationships are the key driver. And I can't stress that enough is, I always say, the shortest emails get the most money for a nonprofit. And the reason is because there's already an established relationship. Or the ask is coming from someone that that CEO, that communications director, manager, or CMO, someone that they know and who they trust, and that enables that opportunity to give at a higher level. Now, obviously, they have to respect the nonprofit. They have to know the nonprofit. They have to know that the nonprofit is making the impact and doing the work that is aligned, but that's a key piece of it. The last thing I'll say is, and this is a huge, you and I have talked about philanthropic trends, and there's a lot of them that are really important to understand, and this is a big part to me of what I typically cover when I'm writing and the books and all that stuff is, you know, social impact is now mandatory. Consumers are making their purchasing decisions based on social good efforts of of corporations. 85% of millennials are choosing, you know, based on social good efforts. Employees are choosing where to work. So, There is every reason in the world for businesses to be involved in corporate philanthropy. One of the other big trends, though, is that companies are looking at it as an investment. They're giving more to less organizations, and they're strategically picking their wheelhouse. So back to strategy, you have to know what the companies are putting out as their philanthropic statement. You have to know if it's aligned. For instance, international paper, if you're not in sustainability, it's going to be really hard for you to to win them over on your side. So you have to know what their wheelhouse is, back to research, do your homework. And you you can veer them a little bit if you make a good case that it falls in that. But the reality is you have to know that so you're prepared walking in of just what their philanthropic mission statement is so that you can align your ask. Going a lot at you, but there's a lot there to dive into. <laughs> no, that's a lot of lot of great insight and, and the importance of relationships, importance of doing your homework. And I love your comment, the shortest email gets the best response. So that, that's profound. How about Jeremy? How important is it for a nonprofit to find a corporate sponsor that aligns with their mission and values? It's definitely important, especially for long-term sustainability. And, and I think that goes back to what we were just talking about is doing your homework and making sure that the companies now more than ever, and, and it makes sense. I mean, when you're talking about creating change, in many cases, you're talking about fighting poverty, education. These are big societal issues. 
And business leaders want an ROI. They, they have to have an ROI for their business. So they're looking for that alignment, that return on investment. So to do that, they understand they can't nickel and dime it. They can't put $500 in and expect a big return. So they're going to have to go in at a greater level. But with that, they can't give that much. So they've got to shorten the bandwidth. So they've got to select. So that's where on your end, the alignment as a nonprofit is really, really important. To me, it goes back to once again, relationships. You've got to find a way, whether that's with storytelling, influence, events, volunteer experiences, whatever it is, you've got to find a way to win the heart of the influencers and decision makers. And so you've got to find a way, whether it's through centers of influence or a physical touch point to get them out so that there is alignment. And we live in a world where in most cases, when you make the ask, sadly, people are just going to say no. They're going to put it in a warming drawer. They're going to do, I see a lot of nonprofits that spend a ridiculous amount of money on, you know, great glossy high res folders and materials, and they mail them out like there's no tomorrow. And while that stuff does help, and there is an ROI for most businesses, they just set it aside or they throw it away or it sits on a desk. And sadly, you know, now most people are working remotely. So back to heartstring, you've got to find a way through a touch point to be able to win them over to find and create that alignment. Very rare is the day where a business reaches out to a nonprofit and says, I love what you do. I want to support you. I would love that. That would be awesome. But most of them, it takes someone pulling them, getting their heartstring, creating that relationship, and then being creative enough to find really cool ways to create a story together. And if you can do that, I call it a community calling card where you're working together to create something special in the community that invites the community to participate. But as a company, you own it, you're branded with it. When you get to that level, that's a whole new level of engagement that is a long-term commitment because you're bought in and it becomes a piece of your corporate brand. That ultimately is where you want to get to as a nonprofit. And Jeremy, you were sharing about those relationships and the alignment, any specific recommendations, steps that a nonprofit can take to deepen that relationship with corporate donors? Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a lot. And once again, I mean, I know I'm kind of all over the charts, but it's like there's so many just great tips and ways you can do it and going back to creativity. And so I'll just throw a bunch more your way. Well, let's go to events. I mean, I know we're in a pandemic right now and quarantine, and so events are a little different but I would argue you can still do this virtually as well, is for corporations, as a nonprofit, corporations are a little different. Individuals will give because they believe in your your mission. They want to support your mission. Individuals are not looking for an ROI. Foundations, they might want their name on something. They want the branding and the legacy, but corporations are looking for an ROI. Most of them are sales-oriented by nature. So when you look at it, it's not that they're not giving because they want to support your mission. They do. But if you want them long-term, you have to find a way for them to come away saying, wow, I gained something out of this. And what that something usually is, is relationships. So when it comes to events, for instance, typically the decision maker is not the person going to that event. It's typically like someone in a sales role or producer role. And the very first question they ask is when you get back from the event the next day or you know the next week. Hey, what was the event like? It was great. Who'd you meet? What'd you get out of it? And so that's where as a nonprofit, here's the tip, 
Take that in your own hands. Take that in your own control. Have a VIP reception where your team is staffing it. You are the one and your volunteers, who by the way will love this if it's your board because they'll get the credit too. They could look like the heroes. They're the ones that are connecting the people. Hey, you would meet so-and-so. Hey, come over here and meet so-and-so. And you track all that. And then you send an email afterwards saying, hey, thank you so much for your corporate support. By the way, it was awesome to introduce so-and-so and so-and-so to so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. You've now given that corporation a gold mine of opportunity and you've handed them the ROI. And then you say, hey, next year, loved it, you know, have you at a higher price point? Like that. So my point is, is really go about it strategically on how can I leverage my relationships to create opportunities for the businesses that then I can monetize. So events become a powerful opportunity. Volunteer experiences. When you invite a team out, come out and volunteer. Meet our board. Have some of your board members. Use the relationship draw for the business community to invite out other business leaders who want to meet those individuals. So that's the kind of stuff where volunteer experiences, nonprofit tours, your events, storytelling and leveraging, getting stories of your donors, having other corporate teams when they're coming out and talking about why they support you. The corporations love that marketing and that branding and that association. So getting them on a recording saying why they support and you sharing it through your social network, there's an ROI on all that. So that's the kind of stuff on my end that I think nonprofits can leverage events, relationship, media, storytelling. You can do so much to create new opportunities that will drive corporate engagement to then really push in and support. And like I said, it's one thing to get a $1,000 gift because they love you. It's another to get a $100,000 gift because you're helping them and now it becomes a symbiotic relationship. And, and I hate to say it, I mean, in many cases you want just the altruism of it, but the simple reality is for the ones that are doing it right and going in with that mindset, they're getting the bigger dollars because it's a relationship that works together. Jeremy, that's awesome advice. And I love the concept of the high level reception before an event because you go to an event where there are hundreds of people and you know who you want to network with and you never see them because you just don't see them. That's just great, great advice as always. I'm so grateful for you being our guest today on the Beacon Podcast. And for our listeners, be sure to follow Jeremy on Twitter at Jeremy C. Park or visiting jeremycpark.com and learn more about City Curry by visiting citycurrent.com. Jeremy, thank you so much for your insight, wisdom, all you do to do good. And uh, to our listeners, thanks again for joining us for this edition of the Beacon Podcast, your connection to nonprofit success. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcast and guest at lighthousecouncil.com.